Blue Jays, Tigers, Blue Jays, White Sox. It's road trip season and nothing like a good old fashioned road trip down to Chicago and Comerica Park says Blue Jays baseball, like six games on the road, three in Chicago, three in Detroit. The Blue Jays are back home to play the Diamondbacks, but before that happens, it's All-Star Weekend. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Toronto Blue Jays Game Recap. Part of the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. I am your host, Thomas McGregor. Let's get the show started. The Blue Jays are back. And right now, with the game having gone final, we are welcoming you in to Blue Jays Game Recap on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's go to your host of Blue Jays Game Recap, Thomas McGregor, Ali Musa, and Scott McGregor in the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Take it away, gentlemen, because when the umpire says, you're out, or that's the game, or let's play ball, we know it's time for some baseball. This is Blue Jays Game Recap. Take it away, gentlemen. Welcome everyone inside the the Sports for Beginners studio. I am your host, Thomas McGregor. It is Blue Jays Game Recap, All-Star Week edition, as we have just wrapped up the Home Run Derby. We'll talk about who the Home Run Derby champion is on the other side of the show. But first, it's time for our leadoff segment detailing the three games between the Chicago White Sox and the Detroit Tigers. Hello to those of you in Detroit. Hello to those of you in Chicago. Hello to those of you who are Blue Jays fans from Huron, Ontario, Toronto, and all across the world. I am your host, Thomas McGregor. Joining me as always is our abridged host of Blue Jays Game Recap and host of the Sports Reuners podcast, Scott McGregor. 
he's here to give you a little tease of what's going to be happening on this show. We'll get to that in just a second. But first, happy All-Star Weekend to all of you baseball fans out there. And a reminder that we are free and available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you find podcasts. Hello to those YouTubers who watch it. Weekly in Sports on Weekly in Sports with Scott YouTube channel. We are so glad to have a Blue Jays game recap visual content video for you coming up your way as part of the Weekly in Sports podcast YouTube channel. Remember, you can stream any of the segments from Weekly in Sports' audio version on Weekly in Sports YouTube channel, Weekly in Sports with Scott. Just find the right segment you want to watch or listen to and let Weekly in Sports do the talking. All right, Scott, before we get into the big topic, give our audience a tease of what's coming up on today's show. All right. Well, before I actually do that, I'll do something that we will touch on a little bit later in the show. And welcome also to the very first post-game show. Even though we're in the All-Star break right now, the first ever post-game show that is audio and visual on Weekly in Sports with Scott. And of course, available on the Sports for Beginners podcast feed next week on Monday, July 17th. The countdown to the NFL season continues. I will talk a little bit more about my thoughts on how I feel the Buffalo Bills might go about their season, despite the way they went about the draft. We will talk a little bit more Pittsburgh Penguin hockey action because we're going to be looking at some of the new news that's breaking in. And, of course, we're going to add a little bit of Raptors. I haven't really heard much news right now from the Penguins, but we will see what happens as of Monday, July the 17th. But I do want to let everybody know that we will be talking Bills, probably some Raptors, maybe some Maple Leafs, and we might, if I actually reach out, I might actually reach out to Brent Gunning. We might get Brent on the show. Sports for Beginners drops into your favorite podcatcher. On a select day during the baseball season, weekly. And of course, weekly in sports, where you can see all of the segments on the, on the YouTube channel. It drops into your favorite podcatcher during baseball season. During the end of the month. 
so the next show for weekly in sports will likely be on the friday july 28th it might be on the thursday we'll see but keep an eye out for that it could be on the 28th give or take our schedule but the next show for sports for beginners will be on monday july 17th and speaking of july and in particular the 28th on the 21st of july i will be back in the all over the map studio to talk more blue jays on sports reactions and possibly a little bit more that we can get into the show. If you missed the first two episodes, don't worry, you can catch them on the don't worry, you can catch them on the all over the map podcast feed. And later in the show I'll tease a big announcement, but the announcement I will tease here. Listen up Bills Mafia. Sunday, July 17th at 1 p.m. Sorry, July 16th at 1 p.m. Eastern from Wingnuts at 700 Military Road. Shout featuring friend of the show, Ryan Talbot and Matt Perino. The boys will be in the studio at Wingnuts, a restaurant in Norfolk, Buffalo, again at 700 Military Road. They will be back at Wingnuts at 1 p.m. Eastern this Sunday, July 16th. Make sure you save the date if you're able to come out there. Enjoy the show, enjoy beers, enjoy wings, enjoy talking Bills football. It should be a really good show. Ryan is a friend of the show, and if you haven't seen our recent interview with Ryan, please go and do so. And again, that shout, a Buffalo football podcast live and in person at Wingnut. Sunday, this Sunday, July 16th at 1 p.m. All right. On today's show, given the fact we're in the All-Star break, to lead off, we are going to talk about the series with the White Sox between the Blue Jays and the White Sox. And then throughout the middle and the final portions of the program, we are going to talk about the Detroit series. Should should be a good one there for all of you to check out. And a big welcome to everybody who checks us out. We appreciate you all being here very, very much. So, Thomas, let's kick off 
this edition of Blue Jays Game Recap. Since we're in the All-Star break and we're doing the show during the All-Star break, let's kick things off with looking back at quite a crazy Thursday to wrap up the series with the Chicago White Sox. where the Blue Jays would have to play two after one of those games got postponed. And quick reminder for Blue Jays fans and White Sox fans, well, actually just for Blue Jays fans, we'll just leave it there, but we want to make sure that we're being respectful to all teams. That is our main, that is our main goal here. The White Sox and the Jays started play on on the Tuesday when the Blue Jays would defeat the White Sox by a final score of four to three. Games two and three played out on Thursday, July six, and one of them went into extra innings. Yeah, I'll take it from here, Scott. That's right. The Blue Jays and the White Sox, for the first time in this series that they had on the road, at least I believe it's the first time, we'll have to check the history between the White Sox and Blue Jays season series. But for the first time for our podcast, in the podcast history, Recapping this series being the first time we've done this. The Blue Jays and the White Sox played scoreless regulation innings, needing 11 innings to just pronounce a winner. Now, the Blue Jays win, yes, but we got to talk about the White Sox and the Blue Jays pitching matchup. I mean, Scott, reveal to the audience who the pitching matchup was, and I'll talk about how I feel both pitchers did, because it was quite the pitching duel until the run started scoring. We got to talk about that pitching duel. Let, let's, let's talk about that. All right. Well, just a reminder, the final scores of the games were six to two in the 11 to in the 11 inning game, which was game one of the doubleheader and game two of the series. So the pitching matchup that was scheduled before all of different pitchers came in. It was Jose Barrios versus Lance Lynn. Barrios finishes off the start with seven complete innings, one hit allowed, one walk, and six Ks. The Blue Jays would then move over to Trevor Richards, who goes two innings, 
giving up a hit, not walking a batter, and striking out four Tigers. Sorry, four White Sox, not Tigers. Four tig uh, four White Sox. Then it's Jordan Romano. He's normally the save guy, right? Of course, right. But this game doesn't have a score. So Romano would go an inning, walk a batter, and not give up a hit, strike out two White Sox, and then the Blue Jays would go to Thomas Hatch, who gives up two hits, two runs, one earned, walks a batter, does not strike out anybody, and goes a third of an inning. So he did not get through one clean inning. Then out trots Jimmy Garcia. Who would get the out he needs to get. And he would go two-thirds, not a full inning, but two-thirds, not strike out any batters, gave up no hits, no runs, no earned runs, did not walk a guy. And he gets the save. Jordan gets the win. The White Sox, they lose this game. But Lynn going seven innings, giving up one hit, striking out 11 Blue Jays, giving up, or sorry, allowing one walk, allowing one walk. Then it was on to Santos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about Lance Lynn and Belios for just a minute here before you continue with uh, the White Sox pitching line. Well, well, it was okay. It was okay. It was okay. Because anyways, it kind of went to Graveman and Lopez and then Bummer, who ended up getting the loss. And of course, Shaw was the last guy that they saw was the last guy that they sent out to face the Blue Jays. But let's talk about Barrios versus Lynn because both of these men went seven innings. Yeah. Let's talk about this and we'll we'll have this probably in our description of the episode when when we when we tell our audience members that's you listening or watching on YouTube. Um, we'll have it in our episode description. I'll have a question for you. Who do you think was the better pitcher, Lance Lynn or Jose Barrios? Let us know. But Scott, I gotta be frank with you. This was, it's almost as if every game that you and I or anyone for that matter goes to to watch the Blue Jays or it's the White Sox, it's almost as if every game that a Blue Jays team or a White Sox team goes near, 
reminder, we had that pitching duel with the Yankees. We'll talk about that again on another time. But it's almost as if both teams came in with a game plan to say, okay, well, we know it's three games. We know we got rained out on Wednesday. But great news, we get to play two games in the late evening timelines just to play on Thursday. We got, you got to wonder. What was going through Lance Lynn and Jose Barrios' mind knowing that they had two other pitchers ready to pitch their respected game that was supposed to be just a one game and they would be and they would pitch on Wednesday, but of course got rained out. We leave it at that. To me, I felt like both Pitchers played exceptionally well. I especially love the fact that Jose Barrios was able to go about the same number of innings as Lance Lynn did. But I also wondered, was there something bothering him in the sixth or fifth inning that said, wait, maybe there needs to be someone that's coming in and uh, pitch. Because we've seen, I I don't want to give credit to to uh, Chris Bassett because he got the because he got the uh, other game that we're going to talk about with the Detroit Tigers in just a few seconds here. But um, Chris Bassett was that guy you called the hound on the mound for the Blue Jays. Yes, but and unfortunately, he didn't exactly get the start in game two because Blue Jays still going with the run that they were going with. You say Kikuchi's man did not, did not face him. Uh, at least I don't think so, but Kikuchi did go for the Blue Jays in game number two. but. Sticking to game number one for a second, the fact that this took 11 innings of no runs baseball surprises me, but you could bet Jose Barrios and Lance Lynn acted like they had something to prove. And guess what? They just did because seven innings. Wow. I mean, wow. Seven innings complete. I would have just let them fight. I would have just let them fight it out, depending on who got insurance runs. But I can understand, and fans, you might want to understand this as well, but I'm pretty sure some of you do if you watch baseball. When a pitcher gets to a certain number of pitches, Eventually, it, it'll wear them down. So you're going to have to have a backup plan if they can't throw any more pitches. Right, right. Now, Scott, let's put aside Chicago and let's talk to Detroit before we 
go into what I call the game summary of this road trip between the six games, three in Detroit, three in Chicago. Let's talk about Detroit. All right, before we do, before we do, I just want to let remind everybody of the final score in game number two of the doubleheader. It was the White Sox four, the Blue Jays five. Blue Jays sweep the White Sox, and they sweep the doubleheader. They sweep the doubleheader. They also sweep the series. Second series sweep since the three-game set in April after the road trip with the Yankees where the Blue Jays beat the White Sox 7-0 on Tuesday night, 8-0 on Wednesday, and, of course, 5-2 on the Monday. That was back in April on the 24th to the 26th, where they had to also play against Seattle the series later. Let's get into, let's get into today. Let's get into the here and now and before the all-star break. So let's get into their last road trip, which was in Detroit, where they welcome back Alec Manoa. And boy, did he pitch well. Yes, yes, he did. Uh, Let, let's step aside for a little bit and we'll come back. To talk about that, because we are running out of time here on the first half of our first segment here. We're going to talk about Detroit. We're going to talk about Manoa. We're going to get a brief notion of the Home Run Derby lineup. And the champion is revealed. We found out last night who the champion was. Blue Jays fans, I'm sure by now you've heard the message from a champion. But keep it locked here on YouTube and on wherever you get your favorite podcasters. Podcast, it's Blue Jays Game Recap. Alec Manoa, the Detroit and Chicago road trip, six games in review. Home run derby lineup. And of course, our thoughts on Manoa is coming your way as the Blue Jays game recap show continues right after this. Stay with us. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. It is Blue Jays Game Recap on YouTube and on wherever you get your favorite podcast listings. A reminder from our host of Sports Free Universe, the podcast, the NFL season is coming around the corner for all you football fans out there. And it also means that you will have exclusive knowledge with the return of 
Chris Berman's Fastest Three Minutes. And of course, on this podcast, I'm back in the studio to reveal my Fastest Three Minutes portion of the NFL season happening every week after each NFL week has concluded. Now, Scott, as we welcome everyone back into the studio, let's continue where we left off here on the opening segment. We were wrapping up the opening segment, talking Manoa and, of course, the Detroit Tigers series. Remind everyone what the final scores were for the Detroit series, please. All right. All right. Well, actually, just to be uh, to be frank here, this is the opening seg. This is a continuation of the opening segment, but we're also going to call it our middle segment because in the opening, we talked a lot. I actually plugged in a couple of things and we talked a lot about the Chicago series. So here in the middle, let's talk about the Detroit series. When we last left off, I was about to mention that the first game we were going to discuss is the 12-2 Blue Jay win when Alec Manoa returned to the hill. And if you listen to the latest episode of Sports Reactions, Ali and myself did a conversation about that. We also talked a lot about other things, but we also talked about, to be honest, we actually talked about each of these series, both the White Sox series, and we talked about the series that was ahead with Alec Manoa on the hill. So before we get into thoughts here, and specifically on Manoa, and the way he played, I'll quickly remind you that the Blue Jays took two out of three in this series to head into the All-Star break. Had they taken all six in this road trip, they would not be 50 and 41. They most likely would have been a little bit different. They probably would have still had 40 losses, but they would not be 50 and 41 or 50 and 40. They would be probably at a different record, but they are 50 and 41. At this current time. And they lost in a no-hit game on Saturday, July 8, 2023, when they lost 2-0 to the Detroit Tigers. But they fought hard in yet another extra inning ball game on Sunday. This one only needs 10. And Detroit gets it going in the early going with runs in the second and third inning. They get a run in the fifth inning. And it's quickly, and it is quickly 3-0 
Detroit. But wait, here come the blue. Here come the Toronto Blue Jays. Top seven, Matt Chapman triples to score. To well, actually, he didn't score a run there, but he triples to lead off the inning with nobody out. Then, in the top of the eighth inning, that's when the Blue Jays would get a run. Despite Kevin Kiermeyer. Grounding into a double play that was challenged by Detroit and almost ended up being a fielder's choice, but it was overturned to be a double play. So Kevin would ground out to a double play, which also got Ernie Clement out at second. And meanwhile, A runner would score. The run would score from the run for the Jays would score not in the top of the eighth, but in the top of the seven, it happened actually on the Alejandro Kirk round out to. Javier Baez and Matt Chapman would score after leading off the inning with a after leading off the inning with a triple. Top of the ninth, the Blue Jays get in, get even as Danny Jansen. Blast a fly ball to left center field. Matt Chapman back at the back on the bases running. And this is Jansen's 11th of the season. And this ties the ball game. To the 10th, we go. And Nathan Lukes has himself his, probably his biggest moment in his major league career, scoring the go-ahead run on a line drive to left field. Dalton Varsho scores, and just like that, the Blue Jays are now in front in extra innings. All right. Let's get quick thoughts here on Alec Manoa returning to the mound for the first time since his demotion a month a month ago when they um, a little over a month ago 
when he went to the Florida Complex League. Got beat, got, uh, I won't say beat up, but he got, he got lit up in his start at the Florida Complex League. And then in double A, he fans 10 hitters. But the team, the result was still the same because New Hampshire lost the game. But Alec looked really, really good. Some might say he looked like his older self. Well, he certainly put that to the test when they brought him back up for his first start since the demotion. Yeah, let's talk about that demotion here, and we will talk about it a little bit more in depth uh, on another time. We do have this to talk about in the final in the final segment, but we're going to make it part of our middle opening segment ish piece of this program. And the question everyone wants to hear be answered is. Were the Blue Jays taking a risk bringing Alec Manoa back against the Tigers? Or did they figure out his problem and did he get his confidence back? Now, I can't speak for Alec Manoa and neither can our host of Sports for Beginners. None of us can speak for Alec Manoa. But I'll lay down the fact here that I believe Alec Manoa needed to understand. And he said it in his post-game media availability back in double-A when he was interviewed by Shai Davidi. He said that the gods have been testing me. The baseball gods have been testing me, just so I get that clear. And at the end of every day, if you know you can do it, which he knows he can do it, then you go out and do it. You don't worry about what other people are saying about you. Oh, well, I don't think he's ready. Oh, I don't know if he's ready. Oh, maybe he is ready. We just don't see it. You just focus on what you think of yourself. And that's what Manoa did in double A. He's he knows that his performance in the Florida Complex League was, I'm not going to diss him on it, but it was disappointing, and it was kind of an embarrassment. But to his credit, what he said in his double-A post-game media availability he did make one thing clear to us, and that is, if you know you can do it, you got to go and do it. You can't let anyone tell you, we need just to work on this. Oh, well, you can't do it anymore. You got to push that aside and say to yourself, can I still do this? And if I can, I need to excel at it. Now, these are just my thoughts on what he's saying and what the message means to me. It could be a lot of bias information I'm 
providing to you. But to me, it was helpful. And we saw probably a same or different Manoa than we saw before the demotion. Scott, what did you think of Manoa's performance before I give my thoughts on Manoa? Honestly, I honestly I felt like he was right. I felt going into this game, and I said, and Ali and I agreed on this on sports reactions, but uh, I kind of felt like he was being rushed back. And knowing a team like the Buffalo Bills, they're not one to rush anybody back, but clearly they like what they were seeing after the double A start. Clearly, clear, and I say clearly, uh, the Blue Jays. In this case, I don't want to say the Buffalo Bills here because they don't play uh, baseball, but they play football. Anyways, uh, clearly the Blue Jays saw that the that Alec Manoa was ready to return, despite fanning, as I said, despite fanning ten people, ten Portland Sea Dogs rather in a loss for the New Hampshire Fisher Cats in his only double-A start. Now, it's good that they felt that way, but I felt like they were taking a risk. But when I saw him, uh, when I saw the replays, because I I didn't see his actual full start, but when I saw the replays, though, of how Manoa went, I said, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, if he's gonna come up and thank if he's gonna come up out of his demotion and fan eight Detroit Tigers, eight Detroit Tigers, let that sink in. Eight Detroit Tigers. He fanned eight tigers. If I have this correct, I will just check in here. Yes. Eight Tigers he fanned, did not give up a home run. He did give up five hits, one earned run, and one run. Wow, it was, uh, I mean, I was impressed. Six innings, gave up five hits, gave up an earned run, and he fanned eight, eight. Tigers. He punched out eight Detroit Tigers. Punched out. What I mean is he didn't punch them in the face or anything. He just he struck them out. I think I think everybody understands what you mean here by punched out. Yeah, and, and also let me be clear here. With this start with Manoa going six innings. The Blue Jays only used two pitchers other than Manoa. They used Mitch White and they used Bowden Francis. Yeah, getting back to Manoa here. Yeah, getting back to Manoa here. He um had
probably one of the best matchups I've ever seen from him. Of course, it's a it's only his first game back, but I but I want to quote unquote the uh, people at Gate Fourteen. I trust you. I respect you guys at Gate Fourteen Podcast. But um, you guys made the comment and said stuff like. This is a brand new Manoa that we're seeing. And we're not seeing a Manoa that we saw at the beginning of the first half. Whether or not I'm getting your message right, I have to agree with you. We're seeing a different Manoa that we saw in the first half beginning of this season now we may be seeing the Manoa that we're used to seeing when you think about last season and the seasons prior to this one but six innings five hits just a run and eight Tigers struck out. This guy, Alec Manoa, is coming for his top spot now. He's coming back for it. Will he get there? All will be revealed in the second half of the season. But when you look at this pitching rotation, you'll get this lineup that the Blue Jays have, especially when you talk about the Tigers or the White Sox got. I think Alec Manoa is sending a message and being like, hey, remember where I went as a Blue Jays pitcher? The Blue Jays demoted me said I had to go and work on stuff. I worked on stuff. I got my confidence. I think he's sending a message to those pitchers who he knows are with him in his team and, are, and stand behind him. Like, hey, keep up the great work because if you plunk or whatever reason starts happening, you start to lose confidence in yourself. It's going to be a point where you're going to have to start working on this stuff again and again and again and again and again until you get it right. But you made the quite, but you made the thought process, Scott, of, well, we don't want to, they don't want Buffalo, from a Buffalo Bills standpoint, Buffalo don't want to rush players back, but the Blue Jays apparently did. And we talk about risk and where there's a risk that's taken, sometimes there's a reward. Let's talk about the games in general. It was six games in a road trip, three against the White Sox, three against the Tigers. Your thoughts on the White Sox here to wrap up our opening segment. 
Well, I guess in this case, we'll wrap up the opening and the middle segment here because we are going to, because we talked about both series, but giving my thoughts on the series we opened up the show with, I, I just, after seeing a game go 11 innings, I was starting to see a Blue Jays team that said, you know what? We got off to a slow start. We needed to keep this game tied and we got that done. But when it came down to it, the 11 runs that, sorry, the six runs that we got in that 11th inning is us sending a message that we are coming for the playoffs. We want the playoffs. And we want what we want, or, and we want to get to what we, what our ultimate goal is, rather. So I felt like the Blue Jays were sending a message, and Detroit clearly gets that message. So to wrap up my thoughts here on the White Sox series, and of course now I guess the Detroit series because I brought Detroit into it, I think they got that message, and they knew Toronto was looking for six wins. So they quickly take one when the bats go cold, or in this case, they go quiet. And the pitching was quite interesting, but it looked like it was, it looked like it was a little too little too late in that showdown, but got to give credit where credit is due to a pitcher that did absolutely fantastic against us, against the Jays. Absolutely fantastic on on the on the Saturday. Like, give this guy credit. I mean, as a Blue Jays fan, it stings that we lost this game and got no hit. But listen. Baseball is a game of ups and downs. And, of course, yeah, the big goal in the course of a 162-games season is, is to get to the big gate or get to the – get to the big gate or get to the the World Series and win it. But uh, you got to go through the small steps and especially getting your wins as they can get, as you can come to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. People here on YouTube, people here listening on the podcast, wherever you may be listening, it is time for us to get closer to wrapping up the show. But before we do that, time to get some notifications from my thoughts on the road trip series including Alec Manoa returning to the major leagues. Before we do that and you hear my knowledge of my thoughts, I just want to make a quick reminder that when we come back, we'll be wrapping up the show with a look at, if you've already heard it or haven't heard already, the All-Star Derby for the home run derby lineup, which crowned a champion yesterday, last so night in Seattle. 
So, so what we will be doing a crowned championship thoughts and our thoughts on the derby as well. Then we will round out since we took our final segment and opening and middle combine them together. We'll round out the show with our player of the road trip. Our play of the game in the road trip. And we will look at the series coming up for the Blue Jays after they had taken on the Tigers and the White Sox. All of that and more is coming your way as Blue Jays Game Recap proceeds to get to a close on the Sports for Beginners podcast, wherever you get your favorite podcast, and here on YouTube, Weekly in Sports with Scott. And by the way, as we wrap up, a quick reminder that if you want to learn more about the podcast, you can always go over to sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com. Send us an email at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook. Updates will be coming out for upcoming episodes, schedules, and things like that. And again, I'll actually program this now as we're wrapping up. Please make sure you mark the calendar on August 24th, Thursday, August 24th, or all over the map, because guess what? We are going to be combining our show with, with all over the map and spicy techie on the first ever all over the map spicy techie and sports for beginners fall bash happening thursday august 24 2023 at 2 p.m eastern and again for shout fans of the podcast This Sunday, July 16th, on YouTube and live and in person, it's Shout Live at Wingnuts at 1 p.m. Eastern with Ryan Talbot and Matt Perino. All right, good stuff, good stuff. Time for a break. And then it's time for championship talk. The champ of the home run derby is revealed. When we return for Blue Jays game recap, as we get ready for the second half of the 2023 MLB season. We will also let you know who was in the field. At this point in the time, possible as we wrap up the show, we will also let you know who are the batters for tonight's event, the All-Star Game, before we all pick it up on Friday for the second half of the season. All coming up. 
when the Blue Jays game recap continues. After a hard day's work, sometimes you just want to relax and watch some television. But the show you want to watch isn't on TV anymore. Well, now you can relive your favorite television episodes again and again, such as the Dukes of Hazard. In fact, if you act now, you can get the complete first season of Bo and Luke Duke's adventures as they fight the system of Hazard County. So act now, because this deal won't last long, and once they're gone, they're gone. Welcome back into Blue Jays Game Recap. It is the final portion of our show. We are just talking about our middle opening and final segment, which were combined in the second portion of the opening segment. So now it is time for baseball all-star break edition to get ready for its big event. It's the All-Star Game. But before we get to that, nothing could be more fun than reliving Seattle's T-Mobile edition of the Home Run Derby. Scott? Earlier, as we were returning, we heard your thoughts on the Home Run Derby lineup when you brought us the knowledge of who was in the Home Run Derby. So let's briefly talk about the Home Run Derby and get into... Everything everyone needs to know from last night's Home Run Derby before we reveal who the Home Run Derby champion is. So don't reveal the Home Run Derby. Just give us your thoughts on the Derby. All right. Well, first of all, I want to run through the field here. And they had Robert, or Luis Robert Jr. He took on Adley Rutschman. From the Baltimore Orioles. So Luis Robert Jr. is from the Chicago White Sox. And he took on Adley Rutschman from the Baltimore Orioles. From the New York Mets taking on the hometown Seattle Mariner, Julio Rodriguez. It was from the New York Mets, Pete Alonzo. You already know, we've talked about him a lot. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was in the line as well. And he took on, from the L.A. Dodgers, Moogie Betts. And last but not least, in the first round and pretty much completing the, the field of... All-Stars from the Tampa Bay Rays. Randy Arozarena took on from the Texas Rangers. Adolis Garcia. 
that's the field. And of course, a couple of the men I mentioned made it to the second round. But before we get into the, the rounds, since I went through in the first round, not who won, but who was facing who, I'll give you my thoughts on the Derby. I, I felt like this is a great event. Like, you know what? The Home Run Derby is a really great event. And the, and, and the big thing is, it's the one event where there's nobody grounding out. There's nobody getting thrown out. There's nobody getting... You get the picture. It's just, wait for your pitch. If you can jack it, you can jack it. It's all about swinging for the fences with no defense out there. No defense to go pull off those highlight reel jump shots to rob home runs. No defenses to, to make diving catches. None of that. Just, just straight up go out there and do what you can. All right. So my that's my thought. That's my thoughts on the Derby, Thomas. How about you? Okay, so real quick here, because I want to get to talking about the Derby champion and who was in the rounds, who advanced, who did not advance. Real quick here, uh, I want to say this was a pretty good Derby that we saw in Seattle. But um, I also want to say that I was pretty shocked when I saw Adley Rutschman try very hard to beat um, Randy Rosarena. It was almost as if Randy Rosarena was trying to make it so Adley Rudgman didn't have a chance at breaking his home run record that he had put up for Adley Rudgman. Oh no, I'd say it was a pretty good I it was a pretty great uh event as it always is. Up next we're going to talk about the All-Star game. But before we do, Scott, very briefly here cuz we might have to take a commercialary break in the wrap up here. Who advanced and who lost in each round? All righty. So we're going to kick it off quickly with the finals. But you know what? Let's actually do it the way that it's supposed to go. So, Robert Jr. defeated Rutschman by a score of 28 to 27. Pete Alonso lost to the hometown Julio Rodriguez, 41 to 21. Mookie Betts lost to our boy. For the Blue Jay fans, 26 to 11. He lost to Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Dolis Garcia lost to Rosa Reina, 24 to 17. So there you go. Rosa Reina would beat the hometown, would beat Robert Jr., 35 22. The hometown boy, 
was beat by Vladimir Guerrero Jr. 21 to 20. And then it was down to Orozarena versus Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And Vladdy wins the title with 25 home runs to Orozarena's 23 to win the Derby. Wow. All right. <laughs> All right. After this quick commercial we got the lineups for tonight's event plus our plays of the game from each of the series our player of the series leading into the all-star break and we get you ready for diamondbacks blue jays in Toronto on Friday. Back to wrap it up after this quick timeout on Blue Jays Game Recap. You're watching and listening to Blue Jays Game Recap, part of the Sports Beginners podcast and weekly in Sports with Scott YouTube channel. Back in a moment. All right, welcome back from the quick commercial break of Blue Jays game recap. And of course, we are live on the Sports for Beginners podcast studio, wherever you get your favorite podcast. We are also here with you on YouTube. Remember to like, subscribe, hit that notification bell for when new videos come your way for Weekly in Sports on Scott youtube channel weekly in sports with scott it is time our friends here at blue jays game recap to put a bow on the show the all-star break is in the derby is finished vladimir guerrero jr is your champion. You'll hear from him as soon as we've got the final portion of our show completed as part of some bonus content. You'll hear his thoughts on the Derby. And he's got a special message for the Blue Jays fans and those of you who said he could do it and win the derby but first scott let's take our fan our fans down to seattle for the 2023 american and national league all-star game matchup all righty ladies and gentlemen first a quick reminder and if you've heard it already on my recent episode of sports for beginners guess what the matchup hasn't changed yet 
It will be Garrett Cole for the American League All-Stars against Zach Galleon, if I have this correct. Uh, I want to make sure that, yeah, Zach Galleon. Zach Galleon. Zach Galleon. You know what? We're going to call it Zach Galleon. Anyways, Galleon and... Cole are going toe-to-toe as pitchers for the National League All-Stars. Garrett Cole will be facing Ronald Acuna Jr., Freddie Friedman, Mookie Betts. So just to be clear here, Ronald Acuna will play right field. And bat first. Freddie Friedman. Freddie Freeman will be the first baseman and bat second. Batting third at center field, it'll be Mookie Betts. In the cleanup spot, batting fourth, it'll be Marty. It'll be the the DH will be. From the LA Dodgers, number 28, J.D. Martinez. Nolan Arenado will be the third baseman and bat fifth. Luis Araz, Araz will be batting sixth and play the and batting six, he will be at second base and bat six. The catcher will be Sean Murphy, who will bat seven. The left fielder batting eight for the National League will be Corbin Carroll. And the shortstop, batting ninth, from the Atlanta Braves, number 11, Orlando Arcia. Archia. Apologies if I can, uh, apologies if I'm pronouncing the last name wrong, but Orlando is batting ninth and will be at shortstop. For the American League All-Stars, their lineup will consist of Marcus Semien, former Toronto Blue Jay, leading things off and playing second base. Batting second, the designated hitter will be from the LA Angels, the pitcher slash hitter, Shohei Otani. The left fielder will be from the Toronto, from the Tampa Bay Rays, not the Toronto Blue Jays. From the from the Tampa Bay Rays, Randy Orozarena. He will bat third and play left field. 
Batting fourth, the cleanup spot, and playing at shortstop, it will be Corey Seeger. Your phase, he will bat. He will bat fifth. Batting sixth from the Texas Rangers, the right fielder, Adelise Arcia. Center fielder batting seventh from the Baltimore Orioles, Austin Hayes. Batting eighth, your third baseman from the Texas Rangers, number six, Josh Jung. And from your Texas Rangers, batting ninth and catching, jo number 28. Jonah Haim. Again, if I pronounced any names wrong, I strictly apologize. But that is the lineup. That is the pitching matchup. And that is your matchup for the 2023 All-Star Game. Wow. Should be fun to get to the end of this one, shouldn't it? I mean, we've got the matchups between Randy Arozarena, Nolan Arenado, J.D. Martinez, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman. This should be a good one. Regardless on who's on the bench, and to let everybody know, Blue Jays are on the bench. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Whit Merrifield, and of course, Bo Bichette. And as I mentioned on the latest episode of Sports for Beginners, Kevin Gosman was named a All-Star, but he decided he does not want to take part. And he has taken some time to be with the family. So he is not going to be playing in this All-Star game, nor was he at the Home Run Derby last night. The Home Run Derby last night. The man that was there was the skipper, John Schneider. And also, Bobachet was there. Wit was, uh, I believe, Wit might have been there. And of course, Jordan Romano, who was interviewed during the Derby. Should be fun. Let's talk about 
the lineup that Scott and you, you give me your honest opinion about these guys in their matchup here. Uh, let's talk about the American League people between Garrett Cole as the pitcher, the American League East. Let's talk about it. He Scott behind him in hitters. He's got Marcus Simi. He's got O. He's got Otani. He's got Rosarena. He's got Seager. He's got Diaz. He's got Garcia. He's got Hayes. He's got Jung, and he's got Haim. I think it's a pretty stacked lineup. He's got Otani. He's got. Simeon, he's got so many different guys. Not sure I would have put Otani in the second spot. I probably would have put him below. But that's the way that the manager of the American League wanted to go. So that's his call. We'll see how it goes. Yes, indeed. We will see how it goes. All right. We're about done here on this uh, Blue Jays game recap show. But before we leave, I've decided we're not going to make it bonus content. Let's just go ahead and hear for all of us Blue Jays fans out there all across the world. Let's hear from the champ himself, Mr. Vladimir Guerrero. Junior, because he took to the Blue Jays Twitter page and gave a special announcement to all them Blue Jay fans out there. Think you know what he was saying? Let's hear a quick word from one of our podcast sponsors. And then wrap up the show with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. You're watch you're watching and listening to Blue Jays Game Recap on the Sports for Beginners Podcast Studio and Weekly in Sports with Scott. Toronto, thank you. Blue Jay fan, thank you. I did it. And the channel. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit HTTP colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Yes, you did, buddy. Yes, you Yes, you are the champ. And we, the Blue Jays fans, thank you 
for showing off a great show. Don't we, Scott? I mean, that's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. message to all the Blue Jays fans out there. Welcome back to the final portion of the Blue Jays game recap show. All right, Scott. We set up the All-Star game. We talked about Manoa. We talked about the road trip. But I think it's about time to have some fun. Let's talk about off. Let's talk about the second half season series between the Diamondbacks and the Blue Jays. All right. Well, first of all, I do want to quickly bring this in. As we mentioned, we were going to give you the player of the game, or in this case, the player of the road trip for me. I got to give it to Matty Chapman. Matty Chapsticks, as it's called on on uh, on uh, Gate 14. Shout out to Gate 14. I appreciate you. And uh, But for me, I'm just going to call him Matt Chapman. So I got to give my player of the road trip to Matt Chapman. And, of course... From my play of the road trip, how about that Nick Lucas double to give the Blue Jays the lead? Or how about, you know, it was difficult for me to play between Nathan Lucas, I should say Nathan, not Nick, Nathan Lucas double. And the home run that tied the game on this past Sunday, July 9th. And I came to a conclusion during the time that we were hearing Vladdy. And I got to say, I got to give it to Jano. I got to give the my play of the road trip to Jano from Sunday. I got to give it to him. I, I just got to. Yeah, you know, my player of the game for the Blue Jays player of the road trip is, uh, you know, it's his first time back in the big leagues, but he certainly proved to be a player of the game for a road trip win. So I got to give my player of the game to Alec Manoa. First start back. I know it looks like a big deal. He's back. He's doing what he loves. We are loving it. The Jays fans are loving it. But I'm going to put a close second on Bo Bichette there. Let's give some Bo Bichette news in there. And, you know, it kind of bothers me that I don't have an interview clip of Bo Bichette with the Vladimir Guerrero Jr. timeout because that was pretty fun to watch Bo Bichette interview his own player. He gets my pl- he gets my player of the game as a player. And of course, Alec Manoa as well gets my player of the game. We will talk about the White Sox and the Tigers players of the game. On a side note, but to end off this portion of the show, my play of the game has to be that Jano bomb. That 
kept the Blue Jays within striking distance and hopes of winning a game. So, Danny Jansen. All right, there you have it. Here's my play of the game, play of the road trip. All right. As All right, Scott there said, you have it, your play of the road trip and your player of the road trip as well. So now it's time. We're in the break. We're in the all-star break here. So let's have a little bit of fun before we look ahead to the Diamondbacks and the Blue Jays, which, as I mentioned earlier, kicks off on Friday night at Rogers Center. When all of the teams are back in action on Friday, July 14th, 2023. So to do this fun part of the program, we're going to do something we've never done, but I've done with Ali a few times. And that is, where can the good people find you, Thomas, and on the ice and behind the benches? Well, as always, you guys can find me on Twitter. I'm at Thomas J. McGregor. That's at Thomas J. McGregor on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram, posting some sports stories there. At Thomas is TM00 underscore. That is TM00 underscore. You can follow our podcast at its Facebook page, Thomas Sports Hockey 2023. We do have an email for the podcast, but you'll be alerted of where that email is on the next On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. For now, just stick to the Facebook page at Thomas Sports Hockey 2023. And, of course, you can find me on that Facebook page, putting out updates on Catch-Up Saturdays, The Working Environment, which is a combined podcast. It's actually going to start hitting the ground running as we're in the On the Ace and Mind the Benches is a bridged break of its first season. Since it hasn't finished up yet, we're taking it until the First half of the NHL 2024-2023 season commences and hits the all-star break of that season. A lot more of that will be discussed in the future episodes of On the Ice and Behind the Benches. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Where can people find you, Scott? Well, good people, you can find me on Facebook, but you can find the podcast where I would recommend you'd find the podcast. You can find the podcast on Facebook as well, Sports for Beginners Podcast 87. Make sure you type capital S, capital F, capital B, capital P for Sports for Beginners Podcast when you're typing it in. You can find us out on the website at https colon slash slash sports for beginners podcast sports for beginners zero excuse me dot wordpress.com 
And you can email me at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. Or if you're emailing atompodcast819 at gmail.com, which is the all over my podcast email, you can send them an email with Sports for Beginners as your subject title. And with that being said, you can find me on Instagram at smc underscore 87 underscore and on Twitter at Scott McGregor 3. And as we round out the show, let's now get ready for Diamondbacks versus Blue Jays. Now, we're going to cut it short because we want to wrap up the show. But Scott, let's talk Diamondbacks. Let's talk Blue Jays. What are you expecting from the Blue Jays? And the Diamondbacks three-game series. Since we don't know our pitching matchups just yet. Well, for one thing, I could tell you, if Bassett ended the All-Star break, I don't think Manoa would be the starter for the beginning of after the All-Star break. This is true. He did play in one of the. I feel games. like it's gonna go. I feel like it's gonna go. Barrios, Kakuchi, Manoa. All right. Now let's but, talk about. Okay. Go ahead, Thomas. No, let's talk about. Potential scores. I know we don't usually do this unless it's the football season, but let's talk about potential scores, seeing how the Blue Jays and the Diamondbacks have performed throughout this first season half of the 2023 season. You know what, Thomas? I think we'll do that. I think we'll do that maybe next season or so, but uh, anything you want to plug, anything you want to plug in, that you're expecting to see. Well, I'm ex- well. No matter how the pitching matchups are assembled, because I, I do believe it could be what, what we are expecting. As you mentioned, it could be Barrios, Gaguchi, up to Manoa. But um, I am expecting the D-backs and the Blue Jays to put on a great show, like we saw from Blatty last night and i'm hoping for some fireworks on all-star game which is tonight at eight o'clock don't miss out uh besides that i'm looking for a great series and a great second half all right i don't really have much to add to that other than looking for a great second half 91 games are complete We've got a couple more to go, but the trade deadline is also one more stop before this race for the playoffs really heats up. Because after the All-Star break, that's it for playing a game, just one game where we all come together to play. 
the great game of baseball, but the season is still on. So looking forward to a great series. Looking forward to the second half of the season. We'll be covering it on Sports for Beginners and on the end of the month shows for Weekly in Sports. We'll touch on a little bit more of what's going to be happening with Weekly in Sports in the coming days when the baseball season is in off season. Yes, we yes we will. And with that being said, Remember, it's 8 p.m. Eastern time for all of you in the Eastern time region for the All-Star break in Seattle. It's the American League division taking on the National League division. It's the American League versus National League. It's the 2023 All-Star game. Have a great rest of the All-Star weekend for all of you who celebrate the all-star weekend and we say the tagline together as we sign off here we always want to remind you that it is never not goodbye it is until it is until next time now I also want to say this, the next Blue Jays game recap will be audio only, and you will not be seeing a visual and audio version of Blue Jays game recap until the next Blue Jays game road trip series has wrapped up, and we will talk more about that via the audio versions as to what the radio editions will be. And when I say radio, I mean the audio editions. What the visual... So our next Blue Jay visual video for Blue Jay's Game Recap will be in the coming weeks of the road trip. But you can catch all the audio starting at the brink of the Diamondbacks and Blue Jays three-game series finale, which is Sunday, the Junior J Sunday, after the All-Star break, happening right after the final inning has been thrown at Rogers Center. With us being close to the timeline to say our goodbyes, we've already told you that it's never goodbye. It is until next time. But I am your host, Thomas McGregor, alongside our host of the Sports for Beginners podcast and sports reactions on all over the map, plus weekly weekly and sports. Saying that until next time, I am Thomas Rigger. And until next time, Blue Jays fans, let's go Blue Jays. This is Thomas McGregor signing off with your host of Sports Beginners, the podcast, Sports Reactions, and 
Weekly in Sports, Scott McGregor, saying, let's go Blue Jays. And we will talk to you after this series finale between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Toronto Blue Jays. Thanks, as always, for listening to us. No matter what team you cover, whether it's the White Sox, the Tigers, the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, or somewhere in between, this is Thomas McGregor saying, have a great rest of the All-Star weekend, and we will catch you down the road on the visual platform. Remember to hit like, subscribe, hit that notification bell on YouTube. This has been Blue Jays Game Recap on the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Peace out. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Indeed, Vladdy, it is your house, and that's why the Toronto Blue Jays play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's get back to more Blue Jays baseball of the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's get back into Blue Jays game recap. <laughs> We thought so, Blue Jays fans. Thank you so much for joining us on Sports for Beginners, the podcast for Blue Jays Game Recap, the after show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast, right after every Blue Jays game. To learn more about upcoming episodes, when they drop, and schedule, please visit HTTPS colon slash slash sports for beginners zero dot wordpress dot com follow the show on facebook at facebook.com slash sports for beginners 87 send us an email at sports for beginners 87 at gmail.com follow ali thomas and scott on twitter at Scott McGregor 3, Thomas J, and A-L-I Musa. Follow Thomas and Scott on Instagram at smc underscore 87 underscore and tm underscore 80 and tm 00 underscore. Thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball And we hope to see you soon again. This has been Blue Jays Game Recap. Once again, the website is https colon slash slash sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com Thanks for listening. And when it's time for the Blue Jays to play ball, there's only one chant Blue Jays fans will be using.
Catch you later, ball baseball fans.